Right to be Read podcast, episode number 21. Interview with Tara Ross. You are listening to the Right to be Read podcast, and this is your host, Ani Alexander. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Right to be Read podcast, the podcast that inspires and encourages writers. I'm your host, Annie Alexander, and today my guest is Tara Ross, the author of the daily action series on Amazon, including her number one bestseller in the social media niche, Social Media Mastery. She's also the author of Social Networking Success and Work Harder, Play Longer. Tara blogs at her website at journeys.com, where she writes about travel, social media, and living a laptop lifestyle. When she's not working or teaching, she's traveling around Europe with her husband and taking pictures. Hello, Tara. How are you? I'm great, Ani. How are you? Fine, thanks. I'm, I'm really happy to have you on my podcast. Uh, welcome to Write to be Read. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> thanks a lot. I, I, I'm really grateful for your uh, positive feedback. I know you've heard a few episodes and um, I'm really uh -huh. grateful for helping me spread the world. Oh, well, I think it's a great podcast. I, I've enjoyed listening to it. Thanks. Thanks a lot. So uh, today we're going to talk about you, uh, your books and how you're promoting them. But let's start from the very beginning. Um, let's talk about what did you do before becoming an author and how did you start writing? Um, well, I'm a college professor. I have been since 1999. So I'm still doing that. I teach online, which enables me to Um, be anywhere and sort of have a schedule where I can um, write books when it's convenient for me and then be online for my students when it's convenient for them. So um, it's really the best of both worlds. Um, I've been writing my whole life and I would never have thought that my first book would be a nonfiction book about social media. <laughs> um, my You know, I've always been writing fiction. I, I've been writing fiction since elementary school, really. And I sort of have done it as a hobby. I have several, you know, um, started fictional novels on my hard drive. And someday I, I will um, complete them. But I got into the nonfiction um, sort of unexpectedly. So um, does that answer your question? Um, college professor, and I've been writing my whole life. So <laughs> I do a lot of writing for academia. And um, I do some technical writing for my university. Um, but but um, and I think once you've written a, a long paper or a master's thesis, or in my case, a dissertation, you realize, you know, I have the ability to go the distance here. And I should just really try to do something with this in addition to my my academic writing um you know do some writing and trade for trade books and so that's what i did okay i see and i presume you self-published your books i did um i used the kindle um platform um We started our own publishing company sort of informally um, with the expectation that as I write more books, I will um, have more titles, you know, under our publishing company's name and perhaps at some point may even sign other authors, although um, we're not doing that yet. 
But I liked the royalty model for sure. I mean, um, in a traditional uh, royalty model, the author gets so little and still has to do a ton of marketing. Um, and I figured with the 70% option that Amazon offers, I couldn't go wrong with that. So that's what I did. Yeah, and I also think that it's a matter of control as well. With traditional publisher, I don't think you have the full control of your works. To absolutely, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And I, it's interesting because, um, you know, in reading books that are traditionally traditionally published, like nonfiction books, and even in my genre um, of social media, if they're traditionally published, you're like wow, that chapter on, you know, whatever, Pinterest is really out of date. <laughs> um, they need to update that. Well, that's a major undertaking uh, with a traditional publisher. In self-publishing, I can go in and, you know, edit a chapter, add content as social media um, changes, which it constantly does. And I can do that in about 20 minutes. It's super easy. And I have control of it. You're absolutely right. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, the the traditional publishing uh, takes a long time in, in all its stages, I, I have a feeling, yeah. in, in the whole process during different stages as well. So with Kindle, it's, it's super easy. You just uh, plug in the new numbers or the new content and then it's it's up within 12 hours max. Exactly. So it's, it's really great. Um, and uh, did you know anything about self-publishing? when you just started or if you didn't where did you learn uh, those things you needed to know uh, that's a great question um, I knew of it and I had read you know I had joined some Facebook groups that helped me sort of observe authors as they went through this process um, so that was helpful but there's nothing like doing it the first time and you know it, once you've gone through the self-publishing process, it becomes so much easier the second time. I feel like I could write a book on how to self-publish because I've done it three times now. And each time it's gotten success, successively easier. Um, and so I read, you know, books. Amazon puts out a great primer on how to do it. You know, their instructions are very clear. Um, but I've also found that just doing it yourself, walking yourself through the process is the best educator um, because there's just nothing. For me, I'm a kinesthetic learner. So um, doing that hands on myself really helped me understand the process. Yeah, well, and there's also a learning curve. So you end up doing everything faster and better uh, after each book, I suppose. Yes, for sure. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> well, the same happened to me with the, the podcasting. I mean, I, I had a feeling that editing the first episode would take me forever. And I was wondering, oh, Jesus, if I'm going to do this for so long for each episode, it's, you know, I'm going to do this full time. And then right. with each next episode, it, you know, it took shorter and shorter time. So it, it went faster. So I guess it's the same with the books as well. Well, that's encouraging. I, I'm hoping to start a podcast soon. So I am going to be looking to your example. <laughs> yeah, no, really, with each time it's, it's faster and easier and, and more fun because you, you know, you're less stressed about those things. Right. 
So how many uh, books do you have published already and how are they doing on Amazon? I have three books um, as part of a series called Daily Actions because I'm a big advocate for taking action daily rather than expecting, you know, quick success. Um, I think anything that we do is that that is successful as a result, whether we realize it or not, is likely the result of continued persistence and daily action. So I have three books. Um, one is Social Media Mastery, and that's been the bestseller and continues to be a bestseller. As a matter of fact, I was on Amazon today, and it's it's number one again in its category. Um, the second one is Social Networking Success, which is about how to use the social platforms that you've set up um, to enhance your social networking ability online, which is incredibly important for marketing. And then the third one is Work Smarter, Play Longer, which is about um, productivity, but with a twist in the sense that the goal of productivity is not to be productive, but to allow time for ourselves and our family where we can be unproductive and enjoy life. So I really want to emphasize the play longer portion of that because we can become human robots if we really wanted to. But the goal of, of I think, of productivity is to enjoy downtime and time with your loved ones. So three books out. I've got another one coming up um, that will sort of be related to the Work Smarter, Play Longer book um, with regard to productivity. And it's about achieving your goals. So Pretty soon I will have four. But the interesting thing is social media mastery is a constant update and I love it because social media is is always changing. As a matter of fact, I was working on updating um, one of my chapters today and I'm adding another chapter on how to use Evernote. So lots of you know great opportunities there to market my material and write blog posts about it and share it on twitter and and things like that but the social media mastery book sells about 10 times on its own what the other two sell and i think it's because it appeals to a broader range of people whatever they're doing um whether you know they want to get into marketing their products or their books or whatever it is, whether they're working with clients and they need to understand a different platform than the ones they're used to. But it's also good for people that just need to learn about social media. So um, it's good for people who just want to learn about social media that may have very limited knowledge of it. So um, it really appeals to a broad range of people. And I think that that's why it does so well on Amazon, whereas social networking success is, is much more narrow, um, specifically for people who need to market and network um, with purpose online. Mm -hmm, I see. And do you have any specific schedule for writing or, you know, uh, how do you organize your writings to make sure that you're productive enough to have uh, books coming up pr uh, pretty uh, often? You know, I learned this from Steve Scott, who is a fellow author that um, I am acquainted with on Facebook in some of our author groups. And he said, you know, pick your most productive time of the day and use that for writing, or at least that's what he does. Um, so that's what I do. And usually for me, that's in the mornings when I get up. Um, I'm my most creative. I haven't gotten stressed out from the day yet. And so I can focus on 
um, writing original content. And so that's what I do. And then from there, everything else, you know, my day still happens. My appointments still happen. My students, you know, still get me in my, in their online classes. Um, but I set a, if I am writing, I don't write every day, but if I am writing, I set aside the, the morning, um, usually till about um, 10 a.m., Mm-hmm, I see. Uh, so what about, okay, you have the books, you have them up in the Amazon. How are you acquiring readers? Where do you get them from? And how do you engage them once you have them? Well, this was something that I learned after I published two books, after I published Social Media Mastery and Social Networking Success, that I needed to create a community. Now, I knew this sort of in the back of my mind because I am the social media educator um, for the BAB group, which is a group that helps professors obtain teaching jobs. And I work with that group just in a very simple way, which is providing them daily social media challenges. The challenges that I created um, for this this group that I was a member of, that I am a member of, became social media mastery. It's since gone way beyond that. The book has, but that that's what initially became social media mastery. And the folks in that membership group were my first fans. You know, they went out and they bought the book for two ninety nine and um, shared it with their networks. So it was. I did have sort of an instant platform with that membership group that I was a part of, and their purchase of the book was tweeted out on their networks because they're very socially savvy, uh, social networking savvy group. Um, They tweeted it out on their networks. So it was truly social networking that did it. But that really can only sustain you as an author for so long. At that point, yes, that'll get you a great launch. Um, but then you need to be able to maintain um, attraction from readers. So I then created a Facebook group mm-hmm. um, called Laptop Lifestyle, which is really probably the larger genre of you know working online, being virtual, using social media, um, you know working smarter, playing more. <laughs> Um, so I created the Facebook group where I can, um, where I invite readers from my books to join, and I can ask them questions. I can get feedback from them, and I think it's a great model because not only does it allow me to interact with my readers, but they can tell me what they want to learn about. Um, I can ask them questions. Some, sometimes I'll put up a poll in the group and ask them questions, and it's it's super feedback for me because. I may not have the best ideas. They do. So that's been helpful. I have a couple of groups on Google Plus, and I love the Google Plus groups um, in theory because when you you can set up your, your, they're not called groups, they're called communities. You can set up your communities in such a way that when you post something to your community, it will go to their email. So in a way, it's sort of like, it's probably the next best thing to having a good email list. How However, what I find is that my fans, my readers are much, much more active on Facebook. So you want to go where the readers are. And, you know, although I do post in those communities, it's just not that active. Um, So I tend to interact a lot more on Facebook. Um, So, yeah, that's what I do. And I also have an email list um, because I find that, you know, readers will subscribe from the book. And then I can have direct contact with them via email and, um, you know, update them on on things that I'm doing and 
they can email me back and let me know what they would like to learn more about. So it's definitely an interactive relationship. Okay, so you have your email opt-in form in your books as well, I guess. I do, I do. Yeah, I have a series of video, free videos that I offer um, on social media because some people oftentimes want to see, you know, how do you set up a Facebook fan page? How do you create a Pinterest account? How do you set up a YouTube channel? And so I've created those videos for free and I have them on my website and then I post that link in my Kindle books, which is another fantastic thing about the Kindle model is that you can hyperlink right from the book. And so they can go to my website and they can um, go to the page that I direct them to, which says, you know, do you want to access these videos, which and I contain uh, a menu item of, of the different videos. I think there's probably 15 or 20 of them. And then they can opt in. They, they provide me their email in exchange and then they can opt in and they can look at all those videos. But it allows me to stay in touch with them. So um, that's been super successful. Yeah, it's it's very interesting, and I think it's it's good point that uh, uh, the two elements are quite consistent because the book is about uh, social media, and the videos also are about social media. So the t the target will most probably be interested in those as well. So, do you have any idea about the conversion rates of how many people who bought the book are actually opting in? Well, it's I mean compared to social media mastery. I mean, that's a bestseller. So I sell, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of copies of that. And I get, you know, maybe, I, I don't know. I don't know the exact conversion rate from the book um, based on how many bought the book. That would be uh, really good research to have, <laughs> really good data to have. But um, I do know that the click-through rates are good. So if they go to that page um, from the book, Um, there's a good chance that they're going to opt in. I think I'm at about a 50% opt-in rate, which is which is pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's it's quite high actually. It's it's very good. Uh, so okay, so you have um, the books through your books. You get people to your website as well, and you capture their email addresses too. And once you have their email addresses, uh, do you send them a regular uh, newsletter or something, or it's just an ad hoc different announcements uh, and messages that you have to communicate to them? I don't have a newsletter yet. I'm not convinced of the value, although I could be convinced, I suppose. I just send them updates when I have a new blog post um, or if I have a new book coming out that they may wish to get at the, like, I typically launch my books at 99 cents. So sometimes people want to get in on the, the 99 cent rate. So typically it's just Um, as I update my blog or um, if I update my book or I add a new book, I'll send them a, a notice. Uh, I'm getting ready to update some of my videos, my free videos. So those who opted in for the videos, that particular list will get an email from me to say, hey, you know, I've added some new videos and I've updated others. Um, go check it out. So I try to use the email list um, to provide value. And um, I, I hate spam, so I, I don't tend to email a lot um, so that when I do email, um, people know that, you know, I, I really have something of value to offer. So 
that's what I do. I see. And since you mentioned uh, 99 cents, uh, what are your observations uh, based on your experience uh, when you change the price and reduce it to uh, 99 cents? Do you really have spike in sales or and how long does it uh, last? It's dependent on the book, <laughs> um, which is interesting. I haven't found one particular um, trend amongst all three books, but let's talk about social media mastery since that's the bestseller. Um, when I launched it, I launched it at 99 cents because I, I don't do free simply because I want to get verified reviews um, so that when somebody has bought the book, whether it's at 99 cents or 2.99, um, when they review it, it'll say that it's an Amazon verified purchase on their review, meaning they didn't just get a review copy from me and we were friends and so they wrote a nice review. They actually bought the book. Um, okay, so I, so when I launched Social Media Mastery at 99 cents, it did great. It went to number one. It um, was in the, um, you know, the hot new releases on Amazon. So that was super. Um, I have since done two Kindle countdowns. I've not just dropped the price to 99 cents from, from the 2.99. I've done countdowns. And I don't know if your listeners are familiar, but the Kindle countdown is part of the Kindle Select program. And if you sign up with Kindle Select, which means you can only publish with, with Amazon, you can't publish a book anywhere else, but you do get some nice benefits to go along with that and one of them is to be able to offer a countdown so I put the book on countdown um, I think for probably four days maybe five days and what it does is it asks you okay well what do you want the starting price of your countdown offer to be and so I would put 99 cents and then how many increments do you want the prices raised throughout this time period? And so I went from 99 cents to 199 to the final price of 299. And um, you know there there are lots of different variations depending on one's price point. So you know um, that's something for the individual author to consider. But but that's but that's what I liked. And so I um, I had those those two different price points, the 99 and the 199, and then it goes to the full price. But Amazon allows the author to continue to receive a 70% royalty when the price is below $2.99 if they're doing a countdown. How, when it's not on a countdown, Amazon only pays authors a 35% royalty on anything under $2.99. So this is a, another great benefit. So I do, my book um, has done fantastic on, on countdowns. It's typically um, tripled the sales um, that were already pretty decent. And so, and I think in part, that's not just the price point. I think it's because Amazon does some internal promotion as well. And you also have that little ticker next to um, the book that says it's on countdown and, you know, you've got this many hours until the price raises. And so that encourages people to buy it. So um, I've always done well with that book on countdown. Um, and the others have just been much more difficult because, again, I think they're more narrow, at least the social networking success book is. Um, although I think it's 
probably more helpful. Social networking success is probably more helpful for those who are uh, needing to really market and network. But social media mastery is the one that always does well on any promotion that I do with it. Mm-hmm, I see. And I, as far as I know, if I'm not mistaken, the countdowns also, they are limited to five days within 90-day period, right? You know, I haven't found that to be true because I did a countdown in May and then I did another countdown at the end of June um, on Social Media Mastery. So I've done both and maybe, I don't know, maybe it was because um, one of my select periods ended and another one started. I'm not sure. I I thought that was the case as well, Ani, but I didn't find that to be the case. I was surprised that I could offer another countdown on Social Media Mastery, but Once I saw I could, I went for it. Okay, well, it's great because I mean that limitation is quite a big one, and and yeah. if if we don't have that limitation, then it's even a good news. So we should check this out to see if it's true or not. Because I have Definitely. this perception, I've read it somewhere, I don't know where, but mm-hmm. uh, so I I'm glad that I was wrong. <laughs> well, again, I mean authors need to check it out again it might have been i was just at the end of one kindle select period which you know you sign up with kindle select for an x amount of time and once that period's over you can have the option to stay in kindle select or go out of it because maybe you want to publish on nook or you know whatever so it may i may have just you know been over the course of two different Kindle Select periods. I don't know, but I was surprised and happy. (laughs) So I just went for it. Yeah, I can imagine. And uh, Tara, what do you think is the number one thing that is stopping people from being successful authors? Oh, that's a great question. Um, Daily consistent action is my answer to that question. Um, It's hard work. (laughs) It's not easy. And... I think that people um, just see this big wall and and something that they could never do or that they don't want to commit the time necessary to do it. Having said that, it's possible if you're consistent with it each day. Um, You know, it's again, it's not easy. If it were easy, everybody would do it. Um, But it's also not impossible. So, you know, find a good subject, find a good category that you want to publish in, create an outline or a mind map, and then start doing your research. Or maybe you have the idea for a novel and, you know, plot it out in an outline and then just commit to, you know, filling in different sections each day or each week. For me, I have to set daily goals and, okay, well, today I'm going to finish, you know, this chapter, or by the end of the week, I'm going to have my new chapter on Evernote completed. So, you know, that's how I have to work, or each day I'm going to write 1,000 words. And if I can break it down like that, it becomes a lot more manageable. Okay, I see. So what's next for you? What, what future plans do you have? Um, I have more plans than time. <laughs> which I think a lot of people do. Um, I'm going to be starting a podcast um, on social media. The idea is to make it a daily, five-day-a-week podcast, short, um, where I offer a tip, a suggestion, an idea, um, an interesting way of doing something. Um, and uh, it'll be like a, you know, like a 10-minute podcast. And then from there, I am... Um, going to be offering a video course. And my video course is about three-fourths of the way done. And it's 
you know, so I have the free videos on my website, but these will be uh, much more robust, um, much, you know, longer, uh, super complete content on a bunch of different social media platforms that people can work their way through. And um, so I'm going to be selling that through um, my email list and on social media. So those are my two big goals right now. Again, I have the fourth book um, that's probably three-fourths of the way done. I want to work on that too, but the social media mastery um, has been the the bestseller. So I feel like I really need to focus my time and energy on maximizing that end of my business. Um, it's also the case that being an author, you know, even if you don't have fantastic sales, the the ebook that you write or the traditional book that you write is fantastic for lead generation into other areas. So I have um, worked as a social media consultant as a result of having written my social media books. Um, And I help people build websites um, for their social media, you know, to have the, the complete social media package. So it's a combination of things that really start with the book. And that's what's exciting is I didn't even see all of the possibilities until I started taking action. And so until I started writing and I thought, oh, I can make videos. Oh, I can help others. Um, so when we take action, we we see a bigger horizon, I think, in front of us that we, we've never seen before. And all of a sudden, new possibilities um, make themselves aware you know we become aware of new possibilities and that's exciting yeah it's it, it's amazing isn't it because i mean uh i started my podcast just a few days ago and uh just three weeks ago i had no clue how to make a podcast and once <laughs> it was launched uh i was getting emails from peer writers who were asking me to coach them on creating a podcast <laughs> because oh, they wanted awesome. to make one too so it was like really i mean such a short span of time and you end up you know by just having one yourself you end up being a person to be approached uh, asking for help in in the area you you knew nothing about just three weeks ago so it's it's just amazing where can you know small actions and and determined um, goal setting lead you to actually yeah I I was just gonna say that it's again it's like once you've taken action and done something like this, you've moved further down the field, so to speak, and you see a whole different horizon, like your your vision, um, your depth. You know, you can see so much more than you did at the far end of the field. You know what I mean? So once you've moved forward, everything changes and you see all these opportunities that you never saw before. And um, so that's great about people asking you um, podcasting advice. I know that I've asked you podcasting advice. And so that's just super. I'm so excited for you, Ani, because I think you're in a space where people are just craving information. And um, I just hope it goes really well for you. Thanks. Thank you so much. So I'll, I'll come to the last question. Actually, um, what would you advise the, the very beginners, the ones who are writing their first book or planning to write their first book? Okay, um, let's see. Good question. I would say, you know, beyond having the initial idea and, and making sure that it's in a good category that will actually sell books, 
Um, you know, because even if you have a platform with a thousand people that follow you, if you're in a category that doesn't sell a lot of books, uh, you're, you know, it doesn't really matter. You might, you know, have sales the first couple days, but beyond that, it won't do well. Um, but so beyond that initial research and understanding which category you need to be in, you need to understand that you have to market first and write second. So I tell folks that, you know, before you put ever put that, you know, metaphorical pen to paper, you need to be thinking about who you're going to market to and making connections right away. So that could be starting a Facebook group like I did. That could be creating a uh, landing page online, your own web page with information about your upcoming book and inviting people to join your email list so you can communicate with them. But creating a community is the very first step because those are the folks that are going to give you ideas, they're going to support you, and they're going to buy your book. So market first, write second. Yeah, thanks a lot. And and you will need a support. So actually, that's that's an amazing thing to have a community which will support you along the way, because many people think it's easy, but actually it's not. Writing a book is not a very easy thing. So there is no magic button that you push and everything is ready. Uh, so that's that's uh, the community is uh, especially the encouraging one is is the one which will push you forward and tara before you leave our listeners um please tell us where they can find you and what's the best way to approach you um, join my, you know, get on my blog, edjourneys.com, and you can um, read my blog post and sign up for my email list. You can also join my Facebook group, Laptop Lifestyle. Okay, great. I will put all the links related to your books and the Facebook group and your uh, blog also in the show notes, so they will have that available as well. Uh, well, uh, I would like to thank you once again for coming to the podcast. Thanks a lot for all the tips and the advice. It, all of them were very valuable and practical. So I hope the listeners will follow those and it will help them succeed. Well, thanks so much for having me. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. Have a nice day. Bye. You too. Bye. Well, that was it for today. If you would like to know who else besides you is listening to the podcast and get connected with other listeners and with me personally, please make sure to check out our closed Facebook group at www.facebook.com slash groups slash write to be read two as a number and B as a letter. I would also like to remind you that you would make me extremely happy if you could spend just a minute and write a review on iTunes about the podcast. Well, thank you very much for listening and see you in the next episode. <laughs>